Welcome to the Four C's Podcast for SAP Business One, brought to you by Third Way Business Systems. I'm Mike Ham, and my colleague Tyson McMurrin, bringing you a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the ERP system, that is SAP Business One. We'll be hosting product experts and members of the Business One community, helping you, a Business One user, get the most out of SAP Business One. everyone to the four C's for SAP Business One podcast. Tyson and I are here for episode seven and our first guest of the show, Craig Stockmall, CEO and founder of Focus Impressions. In this episode, we're going to be talking about connection, e-commerce integration with Focus Point. And I'll turn it over to Craig to introduce himself and tell us a bit more about Focus Impressions and their product Focus Point. Craig, welcome. Thank you very much, Mike. Uh, honored to be here as your first guest. Uh, excited to uh, to have this podcast with you and tell you about what we're doing in the SAP Business One Marketplace. Uh, we have an e-commerce platform that we've built exclusively for SAP Business One customers and helping them grow their business. So anxious to have a discussion with you. And this is this is really a, a great time for it. Uh, you know, no no better one as e-commerce has is, is really taken a massive leap forward and, and become top of mind uh, amongst anyone in the space now, uh, particularly for business one, uh, as SMEs now more than ever uh, are competing for business and, and having to reach customers online through the pandemic, uh, you guys are, are really uniquely positioned to, to hit the ground running when, when all of this, this shutdowns begin to happen uh, you've been able to empower customers to continue to do business, right? To continue to to reach those who who are home now. Tell us tell us a little bit more about what what that's been like for you. So, as you mentioned, every the increased focus on e-commerce, especially with COVID nineteen and the pandemic, um, trying to find something that's already built that they can grow their business on the web through these challenging times. So it's really put a highlight on our marketplace. And what we wanted to do is is let SAP partners and customers know that something's already built for their business, that they can just take their existing deployment of SAP Business One and port those relationships to the web so they can continue to reach out and provide their customers with products and information that allow them to grow their business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now let's jump in. What we'll cover with Craig, we're going to talk about you know, how Focus Impressions has identified this need specifically in the Business One space. Talk about the importance of the integration to Business One, as Tyson and I have touched upon in a couple previous episodes, the need for that seamless integration and what that can bring you when, when you do it successfully. And, and then talk about what Craig's seen uh, from B1 customers and, and what they're looking for in an e-commerce platform and what they can be most successful with. Uh, and as always, uh, let's dive into today's quote and discuss this with our guest, Craig. Today's is, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And that's by Simon Sinek. Uh, Craig, tell us about this quote, You know, talk to us, what does it make you think of? Well, as it relates to our business, I always try to keep that quote you know, first and foremost is that what are what are we really trying to what are we really doing in our business? And we're trying to help SAP customers grow their business. 
and we're trying to keep it as simple as possible and help them grow their business in any way that they have deployed SAP. And so uh, that's kind of how we we go to market. We're, we're really helping SAP Business One customers grow their business. Absolutely. And Tyson, you know, when you hear this quote, what what are some of the things that, that make you th- make you think? Uh, this quote jumped out at me um, and made me kind of reflect on why I got into the SAP Business One channel to start with. And that is um, what I do is, you know, use technology to to improve business processes. And and what does that what does that mean with the why I do it? Well, there's got to be a better way. Um, so, you know, I'm a colorblind accountant, so I, I just <laughs> kind of like to I like to make sure that processes are streamlined to the best that they possibly can be and really leverage technology to the best uh, the best that uh, that you can at that point in time. So using using platforms like like Craig's, you know, really kind of jumps out at me because it, it, it it's it's that leveraging something that's already pre-built um, and and that that's what jumps out at me, um, you know, this week on 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 this quote. Yeah. And I, I agree. I agree with both of you. Uh, and just working with you, Craig, and and you know, as as a as a member of Third Wave, you know, on some of the stuff that we've worked with on customers, the value prop really aligns, and it and it goes with this. You know, when when we work with a customer, particularly together, it's not about a dollars and cents thing. It's not about a, okay, let's get this uh, product implemented. It's about understanding the needs of the customer. It's about understanding that business model, and I think that's allowed you know you to be really successful is because you you focus on that why and and the why comes from the right place. It, it comes from helping a customer be successful, you know, identifying a need, identifying a gap, and, and not about you know, like I said, it's not it's not profit driven, it's not revenue driven. It's it, it comes from a level of care. It comes from a, a drive of seeing customers be successful with what we do and wanting to see more of that and wanting to share that with other customers. Uh, I think that's yeah. that's huge to keep in mind. And Mike, this line this aligns really well with the four C's as well. Um, you know, because because why, you know, why do we have this four C's podcast? Well it's because we want to be able to talk with the business one community, the 70,000 companies that are out there and and be able to you know, showcase that it's not just about the core system. It really is about the four C's. Absolutely. I could not agree more, Tyson. And you know, with that, let's let's dive into you know your 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 why, Craig. Why, you know, what drove you to start focused impressions and why just the business one space? Well, I've been in e-commerce my whole life, and uh, when we built FocusPoint, our e-commerce platform, we were actually marketing directly. We were going to market directly, and we worked with a, a couple SAP Business One implementations, and really a light bulb went off because we realized how large the marketplace was. As Tyson said, 70,000 customers globally, but what was really interesting about it is the partner had such deep relationships with their customer base. They've deployed SAP Business One. They know their customer's business. They have great relationships. So why not leverage those relationships and 
configure commerce solution, integrate our e-commerce solution exclusively with that marketplace and take advantage of those relationships that can be brought to us from the various partners. So it all made a lot of sense as it was coming together. And so when we did the integration, we realized that SAP is very flexible. It's business one allows you to be very, very flexible and configurable to your business. So we use the SAP tool set to integrate our platform exclusively with SAP Business One. And it really allows us to bring a lot of value to the marketplace because now we have something that's already built for all these existing customers and our partners have the relationships. So it's a really powerful message. Seeing that you talk about, you know, the deep relationship that the partner has with with the Business One customer and, um, you know, it's you're you're completely right about that, Craig. Because you know we at Third Wave we're just deeply passionate about you know helping our customers through their growth journey. When I was doing implementations, it was always around the oh you want to do e-commerce, okay? Well, what do you want to integrate? You know, okay, well we can pull the orders in. Do you want to bring the customers in as well or not? And you know, oh what about payments? And you know, and it was like this big project. And and meanwhile, like. The customer just wants to be able to just, you know, make their customer experience better and they don't want to have to get into these deep, you know, development cycles. So, um, so you know, a, a company like Focus Point uh, or Focus Impressions and with the solution Focus Point, um, you know, it, it really kind of helps accelerate all that. So congratulations to you. Well, thank you. But even in the sales cycle, uh, it's so helpful to, to be working in conjunction with the partner. I mean, we do a nice uh, briefing before the sales call, so we're not just giving a demo and we're not just showing a bunch of bun buttons and functionality. We know something already about the customer's business from the partner. And then when we come to the call, we, we can show them the e-commerce solution as it relates to their business and, and, and things that are totally unrelated to their business are never discussed. And so the customer can envision exactly how the solution will work to them. And this whole e-commerce implementation doesn't have to be so overwhelming. Agreed too. And I, I think you're more successful, right? When, they're, when, when the customer has a great relationship with the partner, the partner understands what that customer's goals are and what they want to do with business one. And, and then they can identify, you know, a, a great partner in in focus point and, and focused impressions to to help them achieve their goals, right? There's a gap here. You know, we understand what this what this customer wants from business one, what they want to do with their own business. And and, and it's it helps that communication, right? That's, there's one of those C's. It helps the communication flow much better when the partner understands what the customer is trying to achieve. So you can you can really bring that to that discussion, and and the customer is a lot more successful when everyone's on the same page. When the customer is just a number and that relationship isn't as strong, then that's that's where you're going to see gaps, and that's where you're going to see miscommunication, and that's what I think has really led to a lot of success in, in working with you, Craig, and, and it goes all the way back to the quote. You know, it's it, it's the whys are aligned, right? The why we do this, and it's it's for the, ultimately it's for customers to be successful and customers to realize their business goals. 
Exactly. And and the other part of the reason that we've integrated with SAP Toolset is that is the partner can support the integration. They know the toolset. They know exactly how the integration exactly. has been deployed. And we're just configuring this integration for their business solution that they've deployed it with Business One. So um, it all fits together in a nice puzzle. And uh, we can support each other through this relationship. And the customer doesn't have to feel like uh, they're using all this different custom development, and every time they change something, they have to spend more money to adjust that development uh, in, or integration. And um, so it fits it fits really nicely together um, as we're deploying this solution in conjunction with the partner. And I'm glad you mentioned that too. You and Tyson both talk, you know, brought up the term custom development. You know, as for for the listeners out there who may be considering. Uh, an e-commerce platform. Talk to us about, you know, the 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 differences between custom development and, and talk about kind of a, a two-part. You know, how how can they identify when it might be time to make the move to an e-commerce platform? Well, I I think in terms of making the move to an e-commerce platform. I think every business is ready in some way, shape or form to, to grow. Um, and I think they there's some trepidation with, boy, we've really, you know, we've really built some specific business processes here in SAP for our business. How do we make it easy to port those business processes that, our, that we develop for our customers to the web? And, I assume this would have to, they assume it would have to be require some custom development. But in reality, because they do have a platform that's exclusive to, to uh, their ERP, we can build a we, we can configure that for them and they do not have to custom develop it. Many of the big platforms that have been highly highly successful in the marketplace have to have to be able to work with various ERP systems. So they have a basic integration and then the things that fall outside the norm require a bit of custom development. So that's where we differ. Um, we don't have to, we didn't have to build an integration that can be applicable to all different ERP systems. We're exclusive to this, to SAP Business One. So um, it's not such an overwhelming task to deploy an e-commerce solution. And I think that's important for the ecosystem to understand too, because I personally have run into customers, you know, as the community director of the Biz One Conference, and now here at Third Wave, I've heard customers say, you know, I didn't even know something like this was out there. Uh, and that's the thing. It's like it's the it's the awareness and it's the understanding that, you know, there are tools out there, Focus Point, that can do these things. Things that you know you you would only think of as as something that had to be custom developed, you know. But there's you know you have something that integrates specifically and only with SAP Business One, you know, in Focus Point that can allow you to do a lot of those things that otherwise you, you wouldn't think are possible. Uh, and it's I'm glad we have this platform to discuss this and and, and bring that awareness to to more and more customers. Well. 
We, we purposely went through a very diligent certification process with SAP before we went to market heavily. And um, I think we needed to do that. We needed to get certified across the board so that SAP understood how we did our integration, how we utilized their tools to do it, how we use our configurator to, to manage the integration. And that takes a while, as you know, uh, to go through that whole process. But um, I equate it to a drug getting certified to go on the marketplace. It may take a couple of years to go through that certification process and to be approved. But once you have that, it takes all that off the table. And now you have a solution that's built for your business. Well, and I think this is where, um, you know, if you're wanting to change the way that you do e-commerce or if you want to enter into the e-commerce world, um, a lot of a lot of people don't even know where to really start. And um, historically, historically, you know, the marketing department kind of drove um, the decision around, you know, the web, the web presence. And and now, um, you know, the marketing department's part of the boardroom discussions. Um, and it's really around the customer experience. I find now, Craig, where where you know the 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 leaders of business are really thinking about you know is this, is it easy to do business with my business and 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 then and then further to that internally you know there's this reflection of stop rekeying and you know we've talked about it a lot mike where um you know the rekeying and anytime that you know the core is not aligned with what's happening you know, elsewhere within your organization, um, that that period of disconnect can cause a lot of issues. And especially if you're, um, you know, on an e-commerce platform and you have a product that's, you know, selling out very quickly, um, you know, being able to respond to that in a real-time fashion and not two days later is is critically important. So, um, you know, these are the things that, you know, historically, you know, custom development cycle, um, just, it, it's something that a, a, an SME doesn't even want to go into. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, we'll, we'll just rekey everything. And, and you know, having a, a, a platform with a, with a configurator that basically all you're doing is pointing your connections and bringing over your pricing strategies that you've spent so much time configuring in SAP Business One and being able to map those into your e-commerce. Um, you know, now, now you're really empowered as, as a SAP Business One um, company to, to leverage, um, you know, your e-commerce presence. I agree, Tyson. And it's interesting you talked about the customer experience because one of the things we've seen over the last year is there initially, especially during the pandemic, was a rush to get customer portals up and running and allowing customers to view their inventory, to pay bills online, and to reorder things that they've ordered from the past and their business partners can can all have an easy access to, to doing business during this time where they used to deal directly with a customer service representative. But then as these customer portals evolved, um, everyone in their daily lives ha have been very used to the Amazon user experience where it's simple and easy, but um, it also points you in a direction for additional purchases. So. Uh, we're seeing a lot of B2B customer experiences uh, have a little, little more and more and more of B2C uh, look and feel where they're constantly 
recommending additional products, recommending times to reorder because they've reordered this number in the past, that's this month in the past, and they're up for reorder. So um, they're figuring out that they can integrate um, some B2C experience into their B2B portals as, as this whole market grows. You know that that whole experience before Craig was was really expensive for a for a small mid-sized business to implement. Exactly, and you know it's it, it's hard to scale your business, and it's hard to have it be sustainable when you're constantly funding custom development because your business is changing, and you're changing your ERP to accommodate your business needs, and that constant funding of of uh, development costs really have, you know, negatively impacted uh, the ability to grow. So so talk a little bit about your configurator and, and what a typical implementation would look like for uh, an existing SAP Business One customer that's that that wants to use a product like Focus Point. So we have a lot of the answers to the test from the partner by the time we, we really engage with your customer. Um, so we know exactly what business they're in, what, how they've configured SAP. And um, we can really, we, we, we really literally have a checklist of what we go through with the customer. The, the, the longest time frame, if their SAP Business One database is in great shape, we, we can onboard a customer very, very quickly. Uh, we onboarded one of the largest SAP global customers that have uh, 20 uh, business units and 21 SAP databases in a five-week time frame last year in 2020. Uh, that's how quickly you can move if if uh, if the SAP database is in great shape. Um, really, a lot of the a lot of the time is taken from the aesthetics portion. Just uh, everybody being comfortable with the look and the feel and how they want to convey their e-commerce site. We have many, many templates that they can choose from, but sometimes the more choices you give, the more time to make decisions it takes. So um, we try to we try to compress that time and, and try to bring a couple uh, look and feels very, very close to what they're doing today, unless they want to totally change that. And um, pretty much most of our projects run we, we, we say less than 60 days, um, but that, that's based on, you know, what the customer's requirements are and, and how quickly they want to move. Yeah, and that's a, that's a great segue to talking about the project implementation into one of your customers, iSlide. Now, walk us through what, what this project was like. You know, what were, their, what were their needs going into it and, and what did the implementation process look like and, and what did it look like after? Um, iSlide's a great customer. Um, as some people may may know of them, they were on Shark Tank, and uh, he declined the funding on on the Shark yes, Tank. I remember. I remember. It, it, it was it was a fun. He was actually on with uh, Antonio Brown, uh, one of the NFL receivers. So they make custom footwear, custom slides, and they have a a nice B two C site. And um, but most of their business is. Through their licensing, they they're licensed with most of the major league uh, sports teams, major league baseball, NBA, uh, soccer, I believe, lacrosse, and then they do a tremendous amount of team sports, both on the local level but on the college level, and then do a lot of event uh, type of promotional slides. So, as you know, when you're ordering slides, you order you have custom artwork 
according to your specific branding, and then you have all different sizes and all different customizations on the slide. So that whole process represented 80% of their business. And then, but that whole process really occupied about 80% of all their, their workforce in terms of taking customer service calls going back and forth with email, the sales reps going back and forth with client care, trying to get all the sizes and artwork together so they could make large batch production. So what we did was we built what we call, what they call a bulk order processing site. And uh, it allowed them to create a microsite for the organization, the team, the college, the university, with the branding all on the site. And they had some specific choices related to that branding. They would choose the branding and they would have some options about how to handle the ordering process for the sizes. They could either use a grid that we uh, have right on the screen that allows them to order multiple sizes, multiple orders in each size, or they can upload an Excel spreadsheet if there was additional personalization regarding names and whatnot on the slide. So all of this allowed them to really simplify the ordering process, which was the major part of their business. It allowed them to grow exponentially because they weren't having to add customer uh, support people for every batch of new organizations that they onboarded. And uh, it cut their order processing time by 80%. I can imagine uh, on an order process like that, you know, I, I just finished going through this with, with my daughter's school and, you know, it was a it was a paper form that got sent back where where we'd handwrite in, you know, what we wanted for the personalization. Um, and I can imagine that um, the amount of keying of, of data has been eliminated and from the from the team perspective or the school perspective as well, I, I would imagine that their experience is a lot better too because now it's like you can just go on to this microsite as you described and and you know have that centralized piece of information where everything is. I don't have to worry about losing the Excel file or losing these paper copies or you know spilling coffee on it. Um, or I would imagine that iSlide probably um, has way less returns now because there's not transposition of uh, names or um, numbers, um, you know, on, on the customized piece of the slide because all that entry is being done at the source now. So, you know, this is a good example, Mike, of, of what we talk about all the time about, you know, capturing that data at the source. Um, and, and Craig, you talked about it, you know, now, now these people that, you know, were busy rekeying and, and verifying and validating and, you know, stuck in this email hell where, you know, they're, they're passing information back and forth via email and, and, you know, clarifying and finalizing. Now your fulfillment's going to be faster. Your throughput's going to be faster. Your RMAs are going to go down. Um, you know, all of this because you put in this microsite that allows, you know, a school to enter their information in at the source. So this is amazing, um, you know, to, to hear a story like this, Craig, because this is exactly what we talk about on the four C's um, is, is just that eliminating all the touching. And, and what that allows you to do is grow. Exactly. And, you know, they, they were, they couldn't grow without adding people. There was just so much 
administration involved with 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 selling to these colleges, universities, teams, and and even when you had small local organizations, it even made it more difficult because there was so much uh, complexity in every one of these different relationships. And now creating the microsites has really allowed them to streamline the, all their processes as it relates to all these bulk large orders. Absolutely, it, it just goes just goes to to show you the best practices, right? Well, like you said, Tyson, what we talk about in the four C's, this is it, this is it in action. This is identifying your customer's need to, to scale, right? Identifying their goal to grow their company and then working with a partner and focused impressions to, to make those goals a reality. How do they do that? Okay, well, they connect to the core. Uh, SAP, tying everything back with a seamless integration, something that's built specifically for SAP Business One. All right, and then after that, what are we doing? We're, we're looking to automate tasks and we're looking to eliminate, like you said, the, eliminate the paper, uh, eliminate the manual tasks, eliminate the redundancies uh, of, of rekeying information. All right, those are all steps to the best practices. And then it puts iSlide in a position to take on more, more partnerships, right? Because you're not going to be able to, to grow. You know, you're not going to, iSlide's not going to be in that position to work with the NBA, right? If they don't have the ability to take these, these large orders in, if, if they're still worrying about manually entering in everything twice, they're not, they're not going to be in a position to take on added partnerships. Uh, and that's what, this has allowed them to do. This is this is literally a textbook case of of following best practices and, and seeing where it can take you. Craig, let's take a look at another example, uh, the, the Torsion Group and and what you did with them as far as and how it differed from the iSlide project, the iSlide integration. Walk us through this. Well, Torsion Group is is out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and. Um, they have a, a company that's owned by a, a private equity group and that owns Torsion, but they've also acquired a number of different companies and they're basically in the garage door business and all the parts associated with garage doors. And um, they had a, a primary e-commerce platform that they wanted to use a B2B solution with and they chose Focus Point, but they also had other companies that they acquired and they also uh, sold through Amazon. And they wanted to leverage the focus point integration with SAP Business One, which was obviously the ERP for all of their companies, uh, leverage that integration and use that integration across all their web stores. So we implemented focus point as the integration point for not only uh, Torsion, but Action Industries, uh, Amazon, and um, their, their direct sales force uh, through 3D cart and the Yahoo cart. Um, so we, we had four integrations utilizing, four e-commerce stores utilizing FocusPoint uh, into SAP Business One. So wow. this, is, this is where all that multi-channel selling um, is all linked back to the core in a real time through a single point of integration. Exactly, and so the inventory is, is, is displayed in real time that's available. And obviously depending on the profile that's set up in business one, inventory is allocated accordingly. 
And um, we're seeing more and more of this. This is a little bit unique in that there it's a private equity situation where there's a lot of acquisitions of companies, but mm-hmm. pretty much most companies are looking to sell through Amazon, eBay, Wayfair, Walmart, and utilizing our integration to handle selling through those multi-channels. If you're acquiring, you know, competitors, and if you need to be able to, you know, quickly get all of this information streamlined, if you're in a custom dev cycle and trying to pull that in, and, you know, the developer that you hired is on another project, and it's going to be, you know, months before you can get this company into the fold, the acquisition costs just, you know, astronomically increase. And also the the level of frustration in regards to, you know, being able, being able to assimilate all those people into a single organization, um, you know, with a single mission around, um, around you know, customer service and customer experience. Um, you know, th- that's hard to do if, you, if you're, you know, constantly stuck in this, you know, trying to integrate everything. So, you know, the single platform thing is really, really outstanding because, um, you know, not only does that allow you to sell across multiple channels, but it also allows you to bring, you know, other other pieces into the fold very quickly and rapidly. So if I acquire a company um, and I already have everything kind of set up, the, the cost of acquisition is going to fall substantially. Um, Tyson, one of the reasons we got involved with SAP Business One was the feedback that we had from so many customers and so many partners like yourself at Third Wave was that the cost of integrating an e-commerce solution was often exceeding the cost of implementing the ERP solution. And that's just not a sustainable cost. With all the development required to customize the e-commerce solution to the, to the business, it exceeded the cost of the ERP. So what we wanted to do is take those costs off the table and provide an e-commerce solution that allowed customers to grow their business without incurring cost. So they never have to worry about upgrading SAP to the most current version so they can utilize the most current functionality to help run their business. There is no integration cost additional for the e-commerce solution. They pay a monthly subscription fee, and that monthly subscription fee applies to any version of SAP that they're running and can be upgraded at any time with no additional cost. So that is a, a large value for partners because, and it's a large value mostly for customers as well, because um, I know that a lot of the partners shared with us that many customers don't want to go through an upgrade because of all the customizations they they had this uh, that were involved with the previous uh, implementation. And uh, that's really off the table with Focus Point uh, and our e-commerce solution. Talked about iSlide's ability to grow organically and torsion groups growth through mergers and acquisitions. Uh, Craig, talk to us about, you know, the two different ways companies can grow and the success that you've seen with using an e-commerce platform to do that. Well, I, I think that the beauty of, of having a fully integrated platform like this is now if you say, okay, we want to take our business to eBay, to Amazon, and we, we, can, we can grow this with our existing footprint, with our existing support personnel, 
and without having to add cost. And that is a real powerful message to follow up on what Tyson was saying. Um, many companies are going, have both a B2B solution, a B2C solution, and a D2C solution. And um, it's allowing people, organizations to grow at a rapid pace without having to scale the organization from a people perspective to, to, to fund that growth, to, to fuel that growth. And I like that because it, it, you know, it, it allows, I guess what I want, what I want companies listening to understand is that it doesn't matter where you are in, in your journey uh, of growth. You know, it doesn't matter how you're growing uh, is that you can be tremendously successful using a product like focus point and it doesn't matter how far along in the process you are uh you know wh however many platforms you know that you're using or, or or where you have a hand in uh there's there's a number of ways that an e-commerce integration can allow you to be successful and i, I think that's important to understand because you know, some companies out there may not may not think you know, an e-commerce platform is for them or, or it may not add enough. Uh, this, these, these two examples dispel that notion, right? That it, it really shows you truly, no matter where you are, implementing this is, is going to ultimately help you achieve what I'm certain every business's goal is, and that's to grow, to reach more customers. So Craig, where, where can we find you? Where can we find other resources and, and, and things? Where's your page? And, and if we want to reach out to you directly too. Well, our website's focusedimpressions.com, but we mostly sell all, all of our relationships to partners like yourself. We're honored to be partners with Third Wave. We're also on the SAP Partner Portal and uh, Partner Edge, I should say. And, um, you know, we're, we're just really, really excited about being part of this ecosystem and the value we bring to the SAP Business One customers globally. So I really thank you for having the opportunity to, to speak with you today in your podcast and, and being your first guest. And you guys are doing a great job with this podcast. I thank you very much. Oh, Craig, well, we appreciate it. You know, like we touched upon it, it's, it's always great to work on these projects together. And uh, I think it brings tremendous success to the customer when, when everyone understands what, what page we're on. And with that, Craig, we thank you. Uh, Tyson, uh, thank you as well. Uh, listeners, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, particular, Craig, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your expertise on everything e-commerce related and, and how Business One customers can be successful. Uh, Tyson, thank you for joining us as always, and uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Craig. And Thank uh, you, guys. Take care and stay connected.